I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Bridge Atlantic's interviews, where we get to know the people behind and in front of the creative industries. We're your hosts, music web designer Ross Barber-Smith from Scotland, owner of Electric Kiwi, where we create awesome custom websites for bands, artists and musicians. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook as Electric Kiwi. And I'm singer-songwriter and multi-instrumentalist Marcin Novelli from Canada. A man who wears many hats, literally and figuratively. When I'm not releasing music under my own name or my side project, Midnight Soundtrack, I'm producing and mixing records for other artists or directing and editing music videos and music documentaries. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Marcio Novelli. Our new shorts have arrived and are available to purchase on our website. There's a link in our show notes, so go get them. And we have a cool coupon code, BTA Rocks. Uh, so just enter that in during your shipping or not shipping uh during your shopping what would you call it ross during the checkout checkout that's it (laughs) and you get 10 percent off your purchase it's just our little way of saying thank you you rock and thanks for supporting the show joining us this week out of california is nate barkalo vocalist of finch earthbound ghost reverend crow and now private lives with finch nate released three eps and three studio albums and what is to burn is considered by many including myself and i'm sure marcio as one of the most influential post-hardcore records of the 2000s this is true. Nate, Nate has most recently embarked on a new project with Kenny Finn called Private Lives, and we're excited to hear more about that, his career in general, and the advice he'd offer to his fellow musicians. So I'm very excited to welcome Nate to the show. How's it going? Hi, uh, good. Very good. Um, let's get awkward right off the bat, and if you wouldn't mind telling us three things about yourself that you think everyone should know. Uh, let's see. I'm very introverted. <laughs> That's important. Um, I don't know. I love music, obviously. For sure. And um, I love pizza. I mean, you know, I don't think we can disagree with you on any of those. No. They're pretty I think anyone who doesn't like pizza is probably not worth speaking to. You know what? It's one of those things like, it's one of those things I don't trust anyone who doesn't like music. There's just some people who don't I, don't, I don't really like music. And I'm just like, uh... Yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. It's a no. scary. <laughs> it I'm like, I don't sense. like music, sociopath. It's pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah I could agree. Um, so Nate, I'd love to talk about what you've got going on right now uh, with Private Lives. Yeah. Um, I was listening to all the tracks that you put out on Bandcamp earlier. And I really enjoy like the kind of electronic sort of vibe that you've got going on. And I think that paired with your voice is a really interesting combination. Um, I'd like to find out a bit, you, you know, you've been releasing tracks online as like a steady stream of, of singles rather than going for like and waiting and putting out an EP or an album all at once. But are there, are there plans for an EP or a full length album? And, you know, basically when can we hear more? Yeah, I think right now the goal is to just have people hear what we, what we're doing so far um, we long term, we do really want to do a record, a full record. So 
I think right now um, we're kind of just considering these songs demo versions of songs that we've got finished and we just want to share them with people and get people into the band and know what it sounds like and all that stuff. So, well, I was going to ask, is there, I guess there's a bit of strategy here, right? Um, not like overly strategic, but just the idea of slowly giving people uh, something to at least get familiar with what you guys are doing without too much pressure, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I mean, people are asking, are you guys going to do an EP? You're going to do a record. And like I said, we want to do a record, but we're just kind of just still writing right now. And as we write, we just release what we've created. So that's kind of the process right now, just to keep people interested who are interested. Do you take any of the feedback that you might be getting from some songs into your creative uh, process, into the writing of future songs? Not that you would completely, I don't think that you would completely take that to what direction you're going to take, but is it a little bit of an, of an influence of where you think people are going to be what they're going to be digging my very long-winded question <laughs> <laughs> no not really i mean um kind of we kind of just make music and then put it out so i mean one of the songs we put out i was i was really worried about it. i was like man people are gonna like this like this is so weird and different and i was totally wrong like that they loved that one you know so i don't know what people like anymore i just kind of we just kind of <laughs> make music <laughs> that, put it. <laughs> that that we want to hear and um, that we think is fun to create. So if people are on board with that, that's great. If if not, you know, that's okay too. Well, isn't that the whole idea? Just like do what you like. And then, you know, I feel like if you're going to like it, someone else out there in this very big world will probably dig it too. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it's supposed to be, I think. Exactly. Kind of do what makes you happy. And if other people like it, then that's great. Exactly. Well, you know what? You've been a part of various projects over the years. Um, you know, do you feel like you're in a very free position right now to really explore and just almost almost go in a new direction musically? And and also, I want to know, you know, how do you approach writing differently uh, for a project like Private Lives versus the bands you've been a part of? Um, I think, well, at least I had a specific idea of what I wanted private lives to sound like. And it was more of uh, me and Kenny are both like sci-fi fans and, you know, we like electronics and stuff like that. So we're just kind of melding all these ideas together of sci-fi and fantasy and maybe like a little bit of eighties and technology and stuff like that. And kind of going that way. And most other bands I've been in, they've, they've all been rock bands, you know, which is fine, but I feel like I'm, as I get older, I just kind of want to explore different avenues as far as like what I'm capable of, like, I don't know, maybe pop music or, you know, whatever, anything, just try all avenues to see what, what fits, you know? So that's, I think that's kind of the point behind private lives is we're just, you know, we're just, uh, exploring really. Well, I mean, Ross and I are huge supporters of just doing whatever the hell you want to do. You know, I mean, I think it's people are quite open now. I think uh, a decade ago or definitely before then, it was very much you had to be doing one thing. And if you veered from that, people would view you in a bad light. But now I think I think generally the mood is people are quite open to different styles of music. You know, I know when when I was a kid, it was, you know, people you, you had to almost, 
it was kind of I never did, but you kind of had to pick a style in a in a clique you were part of. Unfortunately. Yeah, no, I I, I was going to say that like definitely when I was kind of like eighteen or so when uh, kind of the post hardcore thing kind of got big in the UK. I, I think it, that was probably a couple of years after it got big in North America. But um, I know that so many people were the fans themselves, not necessarily musicians, but the fans felt like they could only listen to stuff that was in that genre. And if they listened to something else, then you know, the world would end. Like they couldn't let anyone <laughs> right, else know exactly. that they yeah. that they liked a pop song on the radio because that would ruin all credibility that they had. Right, right. But, like, right. I, but I was never like that because I, I, I loved all of the kind of acoustic singer songwriter stuff. Like that's why I really liked. But then it was like kind of gradually got more into the heavier stuff, and I was like, it's fine to like both. In fact, it's good to like both. Absolutely. It's good to like ten, twenty different genres because you're not always going to be in the mood for something like angry that's like screaming no i'd be flipping back between know? dashboard finch and slipknot you know what i mean because why <laughs> yeah. not they're all great you know what I mean? well you know just just kind of going on that the last thing i asked you there um i guess what i really want to know is if you approach the actual songwriting differently you know for any of your band projects versus this this new um avenue that you're going in do you actually approach the songwriting differently uh yeah i mean when I was in, you know, Finch or Reverend Crow or anything like that, it was always rock and it was always like you kind of specifically write for that band or write for that genre. And if you kind of veer from that as you're writing, you're like, no, this isn't going to work. Like, let's start over. I think with Private Lives, it's just we just come up with skeletons of ideas and then we build on that. And sometimes the song will completely change into something else and totally pump us up. And then we're like, yeah, let's go that way with it, you know. So it's a little different in that aspect where it's really like anything goes and we're just trying to stick with that for now because it seems to be working. So it sounds exciting. It is. It's that very, sounds really it's exciting. exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's liberating to right. just be like, let's just play whatever we want. And if it works out, it does. If not, whatever, skip it Absolutely. and go to no, no. So, you know, I've, I've, got to bring it to this a little bit you know you you must have you must be feeling a lot less pressure with this project did you, did you feel a lot of pressure with uh the last finch album for example not having released anything for like a decade and then everyone's expecting to hear something you know and I, i'm sure it's everyone wanting to hear something that you know uh, a re uh, or a, a, another what it is to burn record and i'm sure you don't want to do what you've done when you were like 15 years ago you know what i mean <laughs> so is there if no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, so was there like a difference in like how much pressure you felt with something like that versus this new project? Kind of, yeah. I mean, like I said, this new project's pretty anything goes where, you know, Finch, there was kind of a set style. And um, even though we kind of veered from that on um, the second record on Sunshine, we kind of were just record. like F everybody, we're going to do whatever we want. Um, even that, there was kind of a set style and I had my writing style and vocal or uh, lyrically and vocally and stuff. So it was, it was always trying to stay true to that and not veer too much from what we used to do. And it was hard to keep that balance because a lot of people just wanted the first record over and over and over again. You well, know? And just, just as a side like note, that man. Gets, that gets stale to me. Like I get bored. So. Right. Well, I, I'm a huge fan of what is spirit, but I also love to say love and sunshine. I thought it was a great record and I thought that it was actually, it benefited, in my opinion, from not being what it is to burn because it's, that was its own thing, you know? And like, I feel like 
just like you're saying, why do the exact same record again and again? You know, some of my favorite bands, they don't do the same record again and again. Yeah. You know, it's the songwriting, it's the, it's the growth, it's the vocalist, you know, so there's a lot to that. That's my little bit, if it matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it all matters. A lot, of matters. People, a lot of people don't understand that. I mean, it's, it's hard when you're in a band on the inside trying to create something great for people to listen to, and then the people on the outside don't understand what it takes to make that. So then, you know, they're throwing out their opinions and like, I just want to hear this and why can't you guys just do this? And it's, it's rough. It's, it's hard to make everyone happy, you know? Well, even within the band, I'm sure you're yeah. working with five different personalities. It's like, yeah. and everyone wants to be happy and that's not always going to happen. No. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, no, it doesn't. yeah. It's just like anything. It's like any team, any friendship, any relationship, there's going to be disagreements. People want to, going different ways but um but i totally understand you know not wanting to make the same record again i i personally wouldn't have wanted to hear what it is to burn take two yeah you know i loved that record for for being that record and the second record i think you know i loved in a different way but probably around about the same amount um and yeah you grow as people so you know you you can't do you can't just repeat yourself over and over again like I think I'm doing right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> reiterating. We get it. We get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm with you on that. So I'd be interested to know because obviously, um, when Finch first kind of came out, that was like back in 2002. You signed to Drive Through. Everything's a pretty different place. Uh, you know, the music industry is in a pretty different place. Uh, now, obviously, social media plays a much bigger role than it did back then, because back then it wasn't really as prominent as it is now. Um, with with Private Lives, how are you using social media? Um, are you kind of having to learn it um, now, you know, rather because it's not something that you, you had to do as a band back in the day? Back in the yeah. day. I kind of got into social media late anyway. It, technology late anyway like the whole the whole deal i'm still really pretty shitty with computers and all that but obviously <laughs> it's funny because the name private lives is a little tongue-in-cheek in that sense because um it came from me thinking that like everything is online now and everybody's online with their social media and everybody everybody's lives are just out in the open and no one has a private life anymore i mean people have private lives but it's very rare and the, the things that are kept private are either really nasty, really scary or really bad, you know? So the fact that we are calling ourselves private lives is kind of a, a play on that, that like, you know, no one really has a private life anymore. It's all out in the open. Um, but we use social media to promote our band. So it's kind of, it's kind of give and take, but um, well, you can still be a part of an industry that, that you criticize. Yeah, no. Part of something and criticize. You kind of have to. Yeah, I think so. It's it's the world we live in, but um, yeah. So that's I mean that's kind of where the name came from, and but we do use all the social media tools to let people know what's going on because that's really the best advertisement you can get. You know, it's free. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And you can be your own publicist. Yeah. Right. Well, you know what? Let's just jump right into this. Let's have a little bit of fun. Are you ready for twenty questions? Uh, I think so. I feel like such. I feel like such like a, a showman. Like, are you ready for twenty questions? Ah, and I feel like something's gonna like. I almost feel like you need a costume up, yeah. change every I, time I you like do I twenty questions. Costume change with a bunch of gold glitter and like yeah. Yeah. things popping behind me. Like, wee. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do this. Coffee or tea? 
Coffee. Meat or veggies? Meat. Twitter or Facebook? Uh, Twitter if I had to choose. You have TV to. or Netflix? Mm, Netflix. Studio or stage? Ooh, studio. CD or vinyl? Uh, CD. I'm asking this one, Ross. Deftones mm-hmm. or Glassjaw? Deftones. Education or experience? Ooh, that's rough. Um, I'd say experience. Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead? Game of Thrones. Talent or attitude? Ooh, talent. Canada or Scotland? <laughs> Canada. Yes, I got one. <laughs> I got one. But you guys have a lot of support here. You got to say Canada. Cool. <laughs> well, yeah. I had a lot of support in Scotland too. No, <laughs> not for <laughs> Canada. Style or substance? Mm, substance. Agreed. Family Guy or American Dad? Uh, Family Guy. Batman or Superman? Uh, Batman. <laughs> Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? Jackson. <laughs> like that's even a question, right? <laughs> Star Wars or Star Trek? Ooh. Talking about movies or the TV show? Oh, well, both. Uh, I hadn't thought that one hard. For each, but... <laughs> one for each. One for each. Because I love the old Star Trek TV show, but okay. I'd, I'd have to say Star Wars. Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Uh, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Now, really don't overthink this. We don't really know what no. this question is. Whale or kale? Uh, uh, whale. Good choice. Good choice. Is that Bette no Midler? explanation needed? You don't need no, to no, explain it. Okay. We're as confused as you are. It's like, is that wrong? Is that the wrong answer? No, we, we've had no... that question since the beginning and we just haven't changed it because people get so confused by it and we're still very confused by it. So whatever. It's like, I mean, if it okay. comes down to eating one of them, kale, but right. it's right. like something you want to look at or probably a whale. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. I don't think kale is that interesting to look at. No. <laughs> Bet Midler or the Riddler? The Riddler. Before we, we ask this question. I mean, I'm, I'm almost scared because I'm going to totally like basically lobby you on this one. And then if I lose this, it's going to be even worse. So, okay. I've been following. I, I, I love what you've done since the beginning. I, I was a fan of drive through records before you guys have been signed. And I remember when you guys first, I remember the story you get is getting signed. I remember I, I just a huge fan growing up as a teenager. Uh, when I first saw you guys at Warped Tour, I can't remember, this must have been early 2000s. I, I wish I could find this picture. I know it's online somewhere, so I'll, I'll put it up on the screen here. I am like a 16 or 17 year old punk with like bright red Mike Shinoda, early Lincoln Park days, spiky hair. And I got a photo with you back then. And um, I've just been following you guys, you know, following what you've done and various projects, of course, in Finch and various projects down um, over the years. Love what you do. Huge inspiration on me and my my music over the years. And um, I mean, that's just that's just the, the short of it. So, I mean. Now, Ross, you can go ask the question. <laughs> well, hang on. I, Marcio, I, you know, I actually may have something to, to, oh, uh, no. to add to this. So um, I studied popular music performance oh, at college. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm going to say. I just know you're going to uh, win. And for one of our classes, we had to, to write about a vocalist. 
And uh, yeah, I picked Nate Barkalo. Oh, hey. Yeah. Oh, hey. Uh, I didn't get and a hey. I wore, I I wore a fin- my story. And I also wore a Finch shirt in one of my school pictures. And my oh. mom was like, you cannot have that as your school pictures. Like, you should have worn something smarter. But nope, I was wearing a Finch shirt. Okay, it was way I'm going to up me, this. In my, old, in my old high school band, Article 19, we used to cover what it is to burn. I didn't know hey. what the fuck I was doing, but I used to scream. <laughs> Just so I would scream. And I would totally shoot my voice out for like two weeks. So I ended up going to a vocal coach who's actually one of my best friends now, Jen. And uh, uh, she still tells me to this day. I went to her and I said, look, I really know how to sing. I just need to learn how to scream. And she's like a classically <laughs> trained. She looks at me like, okay. So, I mean, you know. There's Did that. she give you any any tips that worked? Well, actually, yeah. So just learning how to even breathe properly and sing properly actually helps you scream, you know, without hurting yourself. But there's just the whole guttural scream that you can't even, it just has to come from... I don't know why I did this. That did not. Yeah. That was not. Right. I mean, down from here. here. Yeah. It comes from right here. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, um, let, let's see. Uh, Ross, you gonna ask this question or what? I, I Marcio, I, I, I think I. No, I've got I think a feeling which way ask. this is gonna go. No, I, I have so, a feeling. Okay, you ask the question. You just ask. okay. If you haven't guessed already, the question is Ross or Marcio. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. That's why we're lobbying. <laughs> hmm. You guys gonna make me choose, really? Well, let's just Ross. I'm very sensitive. I mean, Ross can get over these things. Like you know, Ross is fine. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really, really trying for this. Right. Basically, Marcio needs this more than I do. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's cool. It's cool. Whatever, whatever. Just follow your heart, Nate. You're someone who follows your heart. So, you know, just follow your this heart. It's tough, man. I like you guys. I like both you guys. This is tough. Can I opt out of this one? Yes, because <laughs> I don't want to lose. <laughs> yeah. Just say like Ross. Uh, can or you imagine if we just went, carried this on for twenty minutes? Like, no, you have to pick. <laughs> you have to pick. <laughs> Literally, like looking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. One I, of our I past can't... guests described it as Sophie's choice, and that was probably one of the <laughs> yeah, most. You, know. you guys save this to the end for a reason, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to make any enemies right in the first two minutes. You exactly. Know? We, we save it for near the end, but we still got, <laughs> we still got a couple more for you. A couple more questions for you. All right. Yeah. I'm, I don't, I'm not one for breaking anyone's heart right now. Okay. Well, thanks. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd love to um, kind of dive into a little bit of advice that you might have for some other musicians. So okay. for musicians who want to explore some other genres so maybe they've been writing in a specific genre for a while what advice would you give them when it comes to writing for a new project is there is there a way to clearly differentiate what belongs to each project that's or a good question kind of flexible than that especially if you're doing two at once or something or if you're doing two at well you know projects that are all active at the same time um at least for me it was easy to know like when you're writing something you're just like oh this feels more like this band or like this band it's kind of a feeling you get inside but if you're kind of branching out and you want to do something different and you're not a part of your old project anymore um i would just say no fear just don't be afraid of anything um you know you got to stay true to yourself and your music that you make so in that aspect, you can't you can't really worry about what other people are going to think. So, I, I would just say, you know, you got to be true to yourself and do what you want to do because it's the only way it's going to work out. Really, once you start making art and things for other people and for a specific reason other than you like it, then it starts going bad. 
<laughs> Before I ask you this next question, I, I obviously I want to address the elephant on the internet. I guess I would say not in the room because we're not in the same room. But you know, it's it's uh, what's what's what I'm looking for. I mean, it's it's obvious that there's some turmoil going on with you and Finch right now um, with your past bandmates. Um, I guess I just want to give you an opportunity to maybe give people your side of the story um, and let people know the situation from your eyes. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a long story, but um, I mean, we started, yeah, I guess uh, summer 2015, we started writing a new record and uh, everything was good. We were all on the same page. Everybody was stoked. And uh, so we in turn gave those to, uh, our management and they passed them on to the label that we were on at the time. And someone at the label was saying like, Oh, these are okay, but they're skeptical. So they wanted, they said they wanted to hear us with a producer, which is kind of weird, but we're like, okay, we'll give it a shot. So they, we got this producer who was more of a co-writer. Um, and he got involved and kind of started getting really hands on and, writing things and you know he wasn't he said he was into the demos that we had but he wanted to maybe keep two or three of them so that to me was like okay you want to throw these away that's great and write more songs that sounded like the ones they posted um so then you know he was really hands-on and writing stuff and i just i being a musician and getting in a room after being in a band for so long being like we got this handled, we can write our own music and having somebody be like, yeah, I can do this, you know, suggesting melodies to me and picking up instruments and writing parts for people. I just, I was just like, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> it's just not who I am. So, um, we did two songs with him. And after that, I was just like, I don't want to work with this guy. Can't do it. And the band was like, Oh, all right. Like that's, you know, that's cool. We don't have to work with him. So they can, but they continued to work with him. They went out there a couple times without me and kept working with him. So I was like, whatever. I guess we'll come back to the demos whenever we can. Um, so that went on for a while, and we kind of argued about using that guy. And I, I said I can't work with him. So um, we ended up firing that guy, and we sent the songs that we did with him. We sent to the label. And they passed. They passed on us. So <laughs> not to laugh at that, but it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Isn't it? So it is interesting. So they passed. So I was like, okay, so we're done with this guy, right? So like, let's get back to work. And everybody was like, yeah, we'll get back to work. Um, kind of just stopped working on stuff. And uh, I mean, we we tried, but it's it was kind of push and pull. And then uh, I guess. We were talking. Okay, so <laughs> so then we had start. We started talking about doing like an uh, an ad campaign, like a a fan funded like raise money so we can make our own record. Oh, crowdfunding campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. we, we talked about doing that a little bit, and so that was up in the air. And then uh, we kind of stopped working and stopped talking. And so I had texted the guys and was like when's the ad campaign happening? And they're like, you know what? We just need we need to take a break. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll come back to it in a couple months. And at that time, I had a lot of my own stuff going on. So I was like, all right, whatever. We'll just we'll take a break. That's fine. Come back to it in a couple months. 
That was in March. It was March 1st. And then April 22nd, 23rd, they announced on Instagram that they were going to make a record with Buddy, uh, which is how I found out about it, by the way. It was on Instagram. Um, so that that sucked for me, you know? And I felt trashed. Like, it was just like, okay, they don't want to make a record with me. So <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> like... You know, I guess I'm, I'm not, I, they don't want to work with me. So I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll just do something else. So I started private lives, started doing that for a while. Didn't hear from anybody. Um, then eventually they started texting me and were like, Hey, we got some tour offers. And I'm just like, you don't want to work on a new record. You don't want to release anything new. You just want to go on tour. No, thanks. <laughs> Pretty much. So, um, so yeah, then it, it got left to that and then they started doing all their their stuff with Buddy and I started doing my stuff and then after a while it was just nobody was talking and then eventually I got locked out of the social media and so then I was like, okay, they really don't want to work with me. They don't want anything to do with me. And uh, then I got blocked from the social media and then I was just like, this is too much, man. I was just like, fire me you know like if you don't want to work with me fire me so it got so i i just ended up telling them like i'm not i can't do it anymore i'm not gonna do it so i posted my thing i gave the world a good a goodbye the best i could tried to keep it simple and not throw anybody under the bus or start any drama and then then they posted their thing so i mean that was that well, thank it, got you for it, got, that. it got really ugly. I mean, I wish it, re I really wish it didn't go down like that, but. So what, so you, what you posted, posted was, was the demos, the demos that, you that you guys did, not the work, the work you, did you did with that, with that producer, co-writer. Co no, those were the, those were the demos. Those were the demos that we all were behind and we were all, we we're all a hundred percent on and we were stoked on those. And that was, that was basically the record. It was pretty much done. All we had to do is get it finished. Right. But they chose, I mean, you know, they wanted to work with that producer and kind of chose to do that rather than... And what did they post? The de what they posted was the work with the producer? Those two songs were the songs we did with that producer, yes. It's bittersweet because, you know, everybody's saying it, it could have been our best record yet and or best record since What Is It Burn? And, like, that's depressing to me because I wanted, you know, nothing more than to make that record but um i guess this is an interesting question but because you never know what the future holds obviously but do you think there's any way any way at all that you guys could work this out um i mean right now probably not um <laughs> things are pretty ugly <laughs> i mean other than what was seen on facebook and you know all the slander and all that stuff there's I I had some words of my own for, you know, some of the members of the band and maybe I shouldn't have sent some of those text messages, but I did. And, you know, things are pretty bad right now, but right now, probably not because uh, this has actually happened before, which they were right. trying to make my fault as well. You know, we were working on a new record and they didn't want to make the record. They just want to go on tour and play all the old stuff over and over again and make 
quick cash or whatever they want to call it. Right. So I, I did the same thing then. I walked away then too. I was like, if we're not going to progress, if we're not going to go anywhere, what's the point? And it kind of happened again. So I feel like we're just going to keep making the same mistakes. I'd rather just do something else. You well, know, it sucks. I know it sucks for the fans and sucks for everybody, but I just, I don't know what else to do. But we don't, we don't want you making music and you're not happy though. Exactly. Right. Exactly. What I was going to say is like, it's, um, cause it's not really fun. You know, it's not really enjoyable for the fans. If if we can tell that one person is on a, on a different page and, and doesn't really want to be doing what they're doing, like it's not enjoyable for you. It's not enjoyable for the rest of your bandmates and it's not enjoyable for the fans. So I think it, it's, it's, you know, it, it's not an easy decision and it probably hurts to walk away. Um, but I think it probably is the right decision, at least, you know, right now, you know, if things are ugly, then you don't want to be working with, you don't want to be working together. It's not going to be a good environment for anyone. So I, it's not going to no, be good for anyone. So I think, uh, you know, definitely at this point, it's probably the right thing to do. Obviously, we all hope that, you know, you guys can figure something out and finish that record, you know, down the road. But I mean, it is what it is. And it, you guys are humans. You guys are, you know, you, people are going to want things. But I mean, and we all do. But you got to listen to it. You got to listen to your heart, man. And, you know, we're really excited to hear what you're doing with Private Lives. If there's a band right now that's listening to this and some members are clashing or there's some creative differences, you know, what's, what's, uh, what's, what advice would you offer them to how to handle that? Um, <laughs> sorry to put you on the spot here. no I mean I wish I had a good answer for that um, it just depends because I've met a lot of people in bands that um, you know they'll have one or two nice guys in the band and the rest of them are douches you know or all they're all douches or like they're all nice guys it's just it depends on the personality and if the personalities can't be adults and work things out you know, and when ego gets in the way and stuff like that, then sometimes it's just, you can't, you can't work it out, but you got to try. And I know that's weird for me to say, like, you know, I, we could have tried to work it out, but I've done that so many times. I've just, I've just done it before. It just, it's, it drains you, you know? Right. So I don't know. I guess my advice would just to be, be real with each other and just be honest. And if, if at the end of that honesty, you still can't get it together, then maybe, maybe you shouldn't be together. You know, it's, it's just like a marriage. It really is. It's like being married. It's sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes people grow apart. It's just it's life. That's the best way to put it. You know what? Not everyone's going to be happy about it, you know, and sometimes, kids have to pick you know and it's kind of like kids are like the fans right and yeah so i get it man well honestly man thank you so much for sharing that with us really where's the best place for people to find you online are you basically uh is it basically just through the band through private lives oh like me just myself yeah, i want to connect with you and send you some love i had a facebook um i think i got rid of it because i just I didn't want to deal with it um <laughs> i am i'm at, i'm on instagram though um organs right. in orbit Okay, is that your um, main place then? Yeah, that's really where I'm at. And then other than that, um, there's a Private Lives Facebook, there's an Instagram, and a Twitter. So we're all on those. And um, I read those messages and stuff, so I mean... <laughs> that's how we connected. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, there it we is. go. <laughs> yeah. 
Awesome. Um, and you can find uh, our show on Twitter, Facebook, iTunes and YouTube. Just search for Bridge Atlantic and you'll find us. Don't forget to also visit our website and pick up one of our shirts while you're there. Um, we wear them as often as we can. So it's my Tuesday attire every Tuesday. I don't have to think of what I'm wearing. I just look at my closet. Which color of the what seven colors that we have? I'm like, I'm going to wear black today. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Anyways, as for me personally, I'm working on my second solo album and you can be a part of it at marcianovelli.com slash pledge. Um, please help make it happen. And uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify, which are all my name, Marcian Novelli. And I'm working on websites for various artists at the moment. You can check out my work at electrickiwi.co.uk. You'll find me on Twitter and Instagram as Electric Kiwi and on Facebook, Electric Kiwi Design. This episode was brought to you by Chris Keaton, Joe Centenary, the rock star advocate, Buck Naked Soap Company, 30 Roses, Wendell Donaldson, and Social Surge. We're getting so many awesome sponsors, it's hard for me to say it in one breath. So um, all the links to them, their companies are in the show notes, so please check them out because they uh, really do keep the show alive and allow us to talk to awesome people like Nate here. And if you'd like to sponsor the show and uh, receive a free t-shirt, please visit patreon.com slash bridge the Atlantic. You can support us for as little as a dollar per episode, uh, all the way up to $25 per episode. And uh, we love you all equally, no matter how much you spend. They're like all our kids, right? Depending on if one succeeds better, that's okay. You know, we still love you. We still love you. No, anyway, seriously, man, this has been uh, such an honor. It really has been. Um, you know, uh, we've been following you for a long time. We love what you do. But we're also, we're adults now. I mean, we get it. We're your yeah. person. We're we've grown, grown up with you, Nate. You know, <laughs> exactly. We really have. Really have. <laughs> but I uh, know we appreciate you coming on here. And uh, I hope you had a lot. I hope you had fun, man. Hope I had did. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's, it was it was fun. I had, I had a good time. Awesome. Come back I, feel like, I feel like I know you guys like really I well. I know. That's yeah. the way, man. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome. And we'll see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.